think authentic content always, always, always find its way I, somehow. I think my ideas of what this show is is now just me doing it consistently and just constantly making sure that I'm doing it and making it how I want it to be and yeah. not worrying about what happens online, what the numbers are, what, who watches it. If it, if it, if it, if it, it becomes, it will become what it will become. And obviously I hope more people start watching or whatever, paying attention, but it's not the goal anymore. You know, it's just, it's, if, if that is a byproduct of what I put out, then I'm, I'm here for it. But, um, it's gonna, it has to be, it has to come from, I mean, and it's always been that. It's always been me just wanting to have more conversations. And the best excuse for that is having a podcast. And so, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so, it's you know, if that's, I mean, it's number one. Should I just satisfy yourself? Yeah, exactly. I mean, as long as I can satisfy myself creatively mm -hmm. and artistically and through this, through the medium that I find the most valuable and the most that I want to do, or through something I really want to do, then that's all I can do. Here we are. <laughs> um, what is it like for you to finish a book? I think it's always a feeling of accomplishment. Yeah. Even if I really, really enjoy the book. Yeah. And also, it's always a big moment of just like having a lot of things to think about. Uh -huh. um, so. After I finish a book, I always feel like I need to just sit with it for a while. Yeah, yeah. Before starting a new one. Yeah. But you just finished the book, so. I just finished um, uh, Notes from Underground by Dostoevsky. So how Second Dostoevsky for me. How does I think that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's like you asked me, like, how was it? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I gotta think, I gotta process the yeah, book. I haven't, it's not easy to I answer. just closed it, so I was yeah. like, how do I, what do I feel about that? How do I feel about that? It's a lot, I mean, and it depends on every book you're reading. Like, some books I think I have more to say than, than, um, um, than others immediately after. Um, uh, I think with like Dostoevsky has so much to it where it's yeah. there's so much to um, contemplate and to to um, kind of think about so it's harder to for me to kind of say something immediately after but I think it also takes time and I think that's why it's good to talk to other people about people that have read yeah. the same book and have book clubs and stuff that's See, what I really that's the legacy of a book club mm. <laughs> I really want to get into that. Um, here, drink some water. Um, but, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's almost um, one of those things where there's, uh, there's so much um, 
so much to contemplate after a book where yeah. you're not it's hard to talk about it immediately after yeah it's even hard to say whether or not you like it right yes yeah definitely I mean I liked I liked this book I'm, I, yeah, it was expected. <laughs> but it wasn't, I would say, um, it was more, um, I'm glad it was short. <laughs> I'm glad it was yeah. short because I think it was a lot, the character was a lot for me. Um, but what's your, what has been um, your favorite book to talk about? Wow, I didn't see this question coming. To talk about? Yeah. Because I have books. Sorry. I have books I've read that I would not. I mean, I always like to talk about books. Um, but some books I just like to keep it to myself. Mm -hmm. But I really like to talk about books that can be interpreted in different ways. Like, you remember when you read um, The Four yeah. by Camus? Yeah. It was really fun to talk mm. about because I think it was not not so obvious what was happening in that book. Mm. Not the plot itself, but like the position of the narrator and the ideas it suggested. I, I really enjoyed talking about that. that. The Fall was an interesting one because I didn't even realize. I did. I thought I didn't like it, and then until I talked about it with you, I was like, "Oh, it's a completely <laughs> different way to think about it." And then I liked it afterwards. Yeah, I remember and, you finished it. You were like, mm, "Not a like, fan." I was like, "It was interesting." And then and then you talked about it, and then we talked about it. Yeah. And then it put put a whole different frame for the book to my mind on how I thought about it, and it was interesting to discuss it with you yeah I prefer to talk about books that is challenging intellectually a little bit yes or that's just intriguing intellectually uh -huh. I think I I like to keep books to myself more that are so close to me emotionally mm -hmm. I would like others to read it I would like to share the experience yeah. but I don't really know what I would say about them. It's just I really, really love them so much. Yeah. And it's like when you say you love a book so much and like let's say the other person doesn't know that book, mm -hmm. obviously you're going to um, be asked, why do you like it so much? Yeah. And sometimes you just don't know like, it's hard to put into words it's yeah. hard to put it into words also like maybe when you try to do that it loses its magic mm. not to you but it's like you know that you can't convey it yeah. you have to read it and even if the other person reads it it's not guaranteed that they are gonna like it the way you did yeah um, a book I really, really just love, and I can't really tell you why. It's Wuthering Heights. Wuthering Heights. By yeah. Emily Bronte. Mm -hmm. I really can't tell you why I love it so much, but I do. It's just like I think about that book a lot, even though I read it, I think at least three years ago. Mm -hmm. 
and I would recommend it to everyone, but I wouldn't really discuss it why I like it. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's similar to, um, it's just like this, um, I mean, certain styles of different writers, different authors have just certain yeah. styles that resonate with you in a certain way. And it's like, it's not that other authors are lesser or bad writers or, or better writers. It's just certain authors resonate with certain people in certain ways. Yeah. And so yeah, being um, somebody that resonates with a certain author and their style of writing is um, it's just one of those things where it's just a personal thing. It doesn't mean yeah. that it's, um, it's a better book or a, or a worse book or whatever. You resonate with a certain style of writing, and the way they write, yeah. and how they, how they compose sentences. Also, when you say that, oh, I love this book so much, you should read it. I guess like the other person will expect something very grandiose. Yeah. And it's it's not necessarily it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get anyone's ex expectations because then they might just like expect too much from the book and my favorites like I have favorites where I'm just like whoa like these are really masterpieces and these are really like the peaks of literature but I also like for example Woodring Kais like don't get me wrong it's a great book but it's not like the most like complex and difficult masterpieces. Yeah. Masterpiece. 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 I've ever read. Mm. It's definitely not. Yeah. It's. It's, really, um, attractive to me, e emotionally. But it's not that. Oh, you've never read a plot like this before. You've never read, a narrative structure like this before. Mm. It's not of that. Yeah. But I still really love it. I feel I feel the same about um, uh, as I was recommended, unbearable lightness of being, and it took me um, a really it took me a while to get to that book, and the person that recommended the book was like so adamant that this was such an amazing book, and it is a great book. It is a great book, but it doesn't it didn't stick with me. I don't think about that book. Oh, you know what I, mean? I think about it a lot. You think about that book a lot? I mean, I think it's more... I think with some books, you can read it too early or too late. And I think it's mm. that book is like... You enjoy it if you're a little more immature. Just like... It's nothing bad to be immature, obviously. Like, every everyone is mm. at that point. But I read it when I was, I don't know, 19, I think. Mm and it definitely i resonated with it a lot but the more time passes the more i'm like mm, it was cool but it was so like may, probably right now i wouldn't enjoy it too much yeah or like i would but not to the extent and i think you just read it a little too late also because when i read it i recommended it to my mom and my mom was not impressed and it's not because she doesn't have a good taste because she has the best taste in literature and oh, obviously it's subjective but um in shout my out to Dorsey's mom listening she is listening thank you for giving me um uh, journey by moonlight <laughs> and she has definitely a good taste in literature a taste i trust very much 
and she was not very impressed she was like that was fine but not like yeah. super great and she's like she's like an adult lady yeah. um in her 40s i think it's it's just like not for every age group yeah i mean i found that with certain album or certain songs too i think it's interesting because there are certain songs that i've been recommended and i didn't really think about it this way until i saw or sorry i listened to the the album or a song by a certain artist that would have resonated with me more if i had been going through a certain period of my life um when i heard that song yeah but i had never heard that song so then it didn't resonate with me as much as um it, it would it probably would have if i had been going through a different period of my life at that yeah. point of hearing him and there are certain songs that I did, I heard during a certain period of my life that resonated with me heavily. And so like, I recognize that because like songs can hit you in certain ways depending on what you're going through. Yeah. And so now there's songs I listen to that I, like everyone hears, there's a song that takes you back to like a certain time point. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like in your head, you, you understand it in a different way um, and you feel different about it. Um, and I'm sure the same applies for film as well. Although I, I'm struggling Definitely. to uh, come up with a specific example with a, with a certain type of film. It does apply to film as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think every form of art or every everything that you consume, like even flavors, smells, mm. smells can really take you back to places. Yeah. In your past, like immediately, it's crazy. Same with flavors. Like, yeah, when we walked into your grandparents' house, you're like, oh, the smell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I pay a lot of... Also, I'm pretty sensitive to smells and, like, uh, fragrances, so... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Same with books, songs, mm. anything, really. Mm. Places? Places. Locations. Yeah, but it's just, like you're so like of course it's not just like an element of your surroundings it's like the, your surrounding yeah. itself of yeah. course it's like very um influential on you where you are yeah influential yeah what is um what is it for you that um you feel is so what does influential mean? Like, what does that mean to you when something's influential? Um, like, it has a strong influence on me, you mean? Yeah, what does it mean to you? It's like, it stains over my whole mind. And whatever I like whatever state of mind I'm in currently or whatever like is the main tone of like that period of life um, for me it's just it gets overshadowed hmm. uh, by the thing that's so influential to me and it's really like yeah, breaking the cycle I'm in right now. Yeah, I think it's like an element of like um, retention. 
when something's influential, there's an element of retention and there's yeah. an element of like a staining, like you said. Yeah. There's a um, something that um, something that becomes important in a way that shapes shapes you. Oh yeah. Because something I guess is influential becomes. Um, yeah, there's like a uh, an action. There's an, an occurrence that happens, uh -huh. um, and then it shapes you moving forward. Yeah, it it happens sometimes that something is so influential on your life, but you don't even acknowledge it at the moment, and then some time passes, and then in retrospect you're like oh like that was a very influential point or that person was very influential etc but you don't you you are not really aware of that influence at the moment when it is influencing your life yeah. or it is active in your life what has been the most influential oh. event influential. or thing idea to have happened to you recently recently that's what i'm saying i don't know like maybe i'm gonna realize something about my life right now 10 years later hmm. um that oh i wish i knew how influential that thing was yeah that was happening to me but i think i'm definitely going through a shift in my life like I'm just going upwards, which is really great because I've been really, thank yes, you. you. But I've been really, really down for a time and, or for a while. And now I definitely feel a positive influence on me. Um, it's hard to say what it is exactly. I yeah. think it's just a set of things. Yeah. Like how my life is right now. Um, even like negative tendencies in my life can lead to positive influences, mm. if it makes sense. Mm. Like, let's say, or for example, lately I don't really feel that well connected socially. Um, I just struggle with loneliness. But it's fine, it's just that I'm just like, I think in my personal relationships, um, like especially friendships, like right now I'm talking about friendships, um, I just feel a lot down here. It's just, we, I just, what I feel is that I'm just not in the same period in my life as my friends are. Mm. And that just makes me a little bit like less connected to them. And so I've had thoughts lately that, oh, like, like what is going on with my friendships? I wanna maintain them and I wanna um, make them better, but also I just need some time off as well. Mm. So it's like a bittersweet emotion or, like, or a bittersweet 
stage yeah. because what I'm saying is that it's also very good positive influence on me because right now I can use my loneliness I'm like I'm not in in a sense lonely that I feel very great about my relationship with you and I am also in your company the majority of the time which is great but like I have less like people actively in my life right now emotionally mm-hmm. and it just gives a lot more space for myself yeah. and for my like creative activity which is really good yeah well in a relationship a relationship time spending with your partner in a relationship is a different type of uh, time than yeah. and different type of the need than with other friends and other yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, other people. Yes. So I completely understand that. It's different. Um, how has that, how has like, this disconnect in your um, relationships with your friends, um, how, how do you view that in terms of like um, how you want to change, change things moving forward? or shift, shift your perspective on things maybe. I don't want to do anything right now I don't want to change anything because I just want to like go through this um, period because I just feel deeply that that's what I need uh-huh. I just don't need to force anything it doesn't mean that I'm or like hopefully like on my side it doesn't mean I'm losing friends because yeah. I love my friends the way I have ever loved them Mm -hmm. it's just that I think I have a little less emotional capacity as well Uh Um, and I just I'm just really in a different stage so I just want to like give myself what I need which is basically it is pretty different from other people in their early 20s just like based off of like my experience of my friends experiences Mm -hmm. which is basically like they are like working hard they are doing school they are building their futures they are partying a lot they are having like very big ups and downs and what I need is more of like taking things slowly and being gentle to myself and not uh, exposing myself to a lot of risk mm-hmm. um, because I'm just like more fragile in this period of my life. Yeah. Um, well, that doesn't mean you're not working hard. I'm working hard working but I'm working on different things like yeah. because of like my health problems or because of my like history with mental health I just have to first work on different things like I have to work on like my mental well-being and my physical well-being and these things are like for like a healthy young adult in their early 20s these things are given in lucky situations so they can just like focus on like the next step yeah just like what can I do and a lot of my friends they are like 
hustling a lot. Yeah. They are just like hustle. Hustle, hustle. baby. The hustle don't stop. Hustle don't stop. Yeah, it doesn't stop for some of my <laughs> friends, and they are working jobs besides being in university. And yeah. to me, I just can't like live the same lifestyle because I'm breaking under pressure. I'm just I just don't have a strong foundation, which is all like good. I'm just saying that my lifestyle is different and my needs are different too. Like I can go I really like going out. I'm a very outgoing person. Also, I have partied a lot when I was in, like underage. Too young. True. I mean, one might say no, I think I'm it's just, just like a question of like a question of just like your timing. But I partied a lot when I was like 14, 15, 16. And it's just not necessarily what I really want right now. Yeah. I'm not saying like I'm over it for good. But I'm just saying like I have other friends who were like pretty like focused on their studies in high school. And then now it's their big party yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm just like not there really and i can go out with them but i'm just not i don't drink for example yeah it's a big thing because all my friends i mean not obviously like to an extent where it's a problem or like it's not obvious but in the case cases of my friends it's not a problem for them but they are just having a good time and they are consuming alcohol which is a part of it yeah and i don't and so it's also a point where it's just more difficult to connect when we are out yeah yeah what is influential to you right now or lately what is influential to me yeah i mean being um trying to what has had an influence on me recently that I've reflected on yeah, what just, is influencing I'm me I'm just asking your question look <laughs> what did you mean when you asked me <laughs> um, I would say for me what has been most influential is well you definitely but besides all that uh, I'm just kidding. No, of uh, course. Like being here has been, I mean, in the past three months have been the most, some of the most influential things for me, trying to juggle that. Yeah. As well as it's also trying change. to find work. Yeah, secure um, the future. Secure, yeah, find some security in the future. Um, well, balancing. Uh, well, also like being balancing the 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 um, struggles of moving abroad and living um, somewhere else foreign to me. Well, at the same time, trying to maintain relationships that are yeah. not here not presently, too. physically, I should say, and that's that's been pretty influential. Um, in terms of my balancing of mental health. And yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely calming down. I feel like I've, I feel like we've gone through a lot. 
past few months, and now I'm starting to like at least start find some grounding. And yeah. I, I can see, you know, a lot of it smoothing out, which is good. Um, you know, I mean, that's life is always this constant fluctuations of ups and downs. And I think I'm just trying to remind myself more of the, um, the profound nature of what is, what is the present moment, and to not get so caught up in future, while at the same time caring about, you know, there is the potential future of things. Um, but that's always been on my mind. I think at the same time, just making sure that um, not not putting so much pressure because I know I am trying to do a lot of things and not yeah. not not making it so not making putting extra pressure on me to figure things out immediately or things all have to work out immediately because that's just not gonna happen and yeah. it takes time for a lot of things to happen um, but still like navigating the space of me putting my attention to certain things which I think need more attention than others at certain po points. And so like yeah. for me now it's like I'm really trying to find work which yeah. has been big, which has been a big issue obviously living abroad. If I wasn't here I would be able to find work much more easily. Um, but then trying to find work that also is conducive to my mental health as well. So yes. even bigger challenge on top of that. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of influential things. Um, I think... There's always influential things going on. I think it's obviously such a huge deal, like, you personally have been going through, like, living in a really different country, not just a different country, a different continent, and just, like, basically being here. Your family is in the U.S., your friends are in the U.S., um, just like not having anything secure, really, I think that's a really big challenge. But I, I'm just so amazed, like, how you've been dealing with this. And I've told you this before, like, even my friends, when they met you, they were like, oh, he just looks so happy. <laughs> like, he, the, the, the guy literally just moved here, and he's been good. Like, of course you had your struggles and you've been having struggles and of course I, I've seen them but after all I think like you managed it really really well and you've been managing it really well thank you um, which is a Thanks really I mean me. I just wanted to bring up another thing that just like came to my mind to me what's been really really influential like I incredibly influential is to uh, move in with you mm. because I've never been like so chill in my life. I've never been like so, I've never felt so safe. I've never had, like, I just thought about this the other day. Like, I have daily routines, which is like crazy to me because I've never had routines. Mm. I didn't want them to. Like be a part of. I didn't want my routines. What? No, no, no. But I was also just not able to maintain them. Yeah. And now I find beauty and comfort in them. And I'm 
I just care about my environment so much more because I share it with you and I just like find beauty in every like previously I was really like a person of like huge impulses mm. I was like I need like big impulses yeah. for me to just like survive because I couldn't imagine like a weekend just like being home yeah. like no way like that was not possible for me and now it's something I'm thinking of with comfort and so I wanted to ask like how was or like how is the experience of you like moving in with someone because yeah. I think it's like always a big thing we obviously we kind of like lived together before even being together yeah because that was the situation but I would say am I still in the frame? oh who knows at this point No, I was just adjusting the exposure. Um, I would say I've always been pretty comfortable with I've always been comfortable with being with being with living with people and living with other people. Yeah. I've never lived on my own. Um, I mean, yeah. And I think it's same for me, but it's different to live with like with a partner, yeah, for sure, partner. yeah, yeah. So, I, what I wanted to say to that was it oh, wasn't sorry. it was a more of a it was a yeah it was a transition is different, but it wasn't it was to me it just kind of felt more natural to do than yeah it wasn't like this person is encroaching in my space. I also oh this door. We're on a train. <laughs> Every podcast, I have to justify the noise that's happening around us. That's, made, that's um, what makes it more interesting. But I would say the the idea of me being with other people. Like I, also, I also came from a... Like I was living with like 14 other people before I moved in with you. And so for me, it was like, oh, like at least I have some space. So, like, it was actually pretty nice to, to, I mean, I did like living with a lot of people. I always have. Um, but for me, it was like, it was also just necessary. So I didn't really think about it too much. Um, it wasn't, it was like, that was, the situation was what it was. And I was really grateful that we had, we have a place to stay and an opportunity to be together yeah. the way we are. And so it was like. And it's also the only way that's what it works because yeah. I, I, I just coming here and living here is a, a um, just more challenging thing to do, finding a housing and stuff. So it was, uh, it was just I was just pretty grateful that we were able to do we were able to do it. And so yeah, I um, I um, I didn't really think too much of it. Yeah, you know? I think like everything else was going out. on that. Yeah, it worked out, but also it was like, yeah. it was like not like, wow, like moving in together, like big yeah, it decision. It was like, okay, you're coming to Hungary because you want to be together, 
Um, I don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> of course, you're gonna stay where I stay. Yeah, I mean, it, it was um, it was really natural that way, and uh, and it worked us, out well. Yeah. I didn't. It, it wasn't like oh, I can't. But also, also by that point, we kind of we kind of live. We kind of knew uh, more about each other's living habits. Yeah. Um, just from my previous time here, before I came here again. Yeah. My seventeenth time in coming back. coming back to hunger. Um, can't escape it. No, so I mean, it was easier for me. But that's something we've talked about, you know? Yeah, of course. And I just realized like how much it changed my life because before I was always like yeah. on the go, I was like always thinking about like different places I could go, like different like living situations. Yeah. I love living with other people. I've never lived with 14 people, but I've lived with five people. And I've loved that. I struggled if I have to live by myself. I had at some point, and I hated it yeah. very much. Um, and but also to me, it always kind of felt like transitional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it still feels that way. I think, you know, in a sense. Right now. Yeah, I mean, it's like. Yeah, because we know that. I mean, at least our per, our housing situation, but like, yeah. yeah. But what I mean is that it is that obviously. Yeah, but so. what I mean is that when I live with other people, I kind of always felt like I'm in a camp <laughs> because, like, I don't know, like I had a tiny room, I had a tiny bathroom, I didn't have comfort really to myself. Yeah. I think it was different for you because you had like a decent housing situation, no? Yeah, I mean, I had, um, in, when I was living in Portland, yeah, I was, um, I mean, I had my own room, had my own bathroom. I mean, I did too, but still, like, you know, it just, it was not just, like, a place where I could live, like, two years, maybe, but yeah. not, like, a, a place that I just could, couldn't really, like, call it home. Yeah. Because it was, like, not comfortable at all, like, I didn't have, like, things how I wanted them to be. But you yeah. were living in another, you were living like a, as a student exchange. Yeah. So it's yeah. different. It's definitely, that is a, definitely a place. I mean, yeah, but I'm just talking about like the housing itself, like yeah. the housing structure. Yeah. Like, yeah, additionally, I was a student, like an exchange student, but also like even if I wasn't just like living in that setup, I just like couldn't really like find comfort in it. What would you say is the most to other or to people who move in together like what um, do you think are just in partners? general that and in general what do you think are some of the most important things to know or to be aware of when living with other people I think it's like I okay so first of about all about to drop some hot tips right hot tips right now but first of all I think it's just really like unlimited respect to the other person uh -huh. which I'm always trying to be better at because it's like I know I if I if I'm like taking care of you and your space and like your comfort and you're taking care of mine and we're just focusing only on that yeah. then we'll be fine um, it's really just like not putting yourself yeah. I think it's really important. I think that's a bigger but point. But also it's different when you're like moving in with like someone to share rent with. 
so you can't afford it it's very different like you're not gonna put yourself aside for like a random person you're sharing an apartment with mm. like then it's important to set ba- boundaries and be self-aware and all these things yeah but if you're like moving in with your partner who like ideally you love and you want it to last long ideally, ideally. <laughs> <laughs> then it's just like really like also it's better for you like it's a better feeling to take care of someone else yeah um and just to like pay attention to a lot of things to like everything Um. or like it's not possible but um just pay attention to small details yeah that gives comfort to the other person and try to like stick to those like just pay attention to like where they put this, but where they put their stuff to, like, just like small things. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think also just not like I think the um, a big thing for me is like if there's something to be done, just do it. And if both people or everybody in the household, oh yeah, does that, then it's like such a much uh, such an easier process to live. Is like you don't have to worry about this like division between people like yeah, if yeah, the yeah. dishes are not done do them if if the yeah just because it's be not clean, your stuff yeah yeah or like it's not because it's just because it's not your stuff yeah just because it's not mine doesn't mean I and I get it because it, it, it might get annoying up to a point where you're like I'm constantly doing it but that but that, that that's exactly it if, if, if other people aren't also doing that at the same time yeah it only works if it's if, mutual it works if it's mutual when everybody's doing it it's like oh like yeah I'm sorry I didn't I haven't cleaned the bathroom yet no like no worries I cleaned it you're fine yeah. like I didn't make the bed or but I, it's important that the other person realizes <gasps> another big thing I think with which we do and I really really like this it's like it doesn't matter how small of like a favor it is or mm-hmm. if it's not even a favor like you're doing it for yourself yeah like I think we always like thank the other person like, yes yeah, yeah you always thank me when I do like even a tiny thing like making the bed you always yeah. like thank me and I try to do the same and also like just because we are in a relationship and we live together and we've been living together for like we're in a relationship <laughs> very presumptuous um, of you okay let's cut now <laughs> no but just because of it it's like don't get too comfortable in the sense that like you're like n- forgetting to respect the other person's personal yeah, yeah. boundaries yeah like you s- it's still nice and kind of necessary to ask if you're like taking the other person's food or yeah. if you want to like play loud music when the other person is in the yeah. in the same space like, I always try to, like, as those things, you know. Yeah, I think like, we're very respectful towards the other person and what they might find, what they need or what they would want or don't, wouldn't want. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to be that way and you're definitely, you're very easy to live with. Um, no, you're good too. I, I, thank you. I mean, I think the things like, um, well, we work well, we live well together, which is something we've talked about, which is a huge thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That we've learned now that we can do. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, without that, it makes it difficult. It makes it, and it's just the source of very. It's a lot of frustration that can come from it. Yeah. 
it there's no problem in the relationship itself or like not just a per, like a romantic but any type of relationship but you for example don't have the same standard for hygiene yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. I've been in the situation before where I just shared like a space with someone who didn't have the same level yeah. for hygiene yeah. and it's like it's I understand I can't really blame the other person because they just don't know what yeah. they are like not doing yeah. because for them it's okay mm -hmm. but for me it's like not and so you can't really like first you like notice it and try to like let them know but you can't like tell it every single time yeah. you can't really like you know like guide them as like little children yeah no definitely i've been around um when i was um especially <laughs> like when i was living in the marine corps with barracks and stuff and yeah. i had roommates um i would always keep it was a big source of frustration for me not being able to have proper hygiene and and organization especially um, living with people I mean obviously like it depended on who I was living with and I lived yeah, with a lot of different people um, but like I had my section of room that was just always orderly and I would make sure it's that because at least that was like their side like it was always like if I at least had my side I could live this way. Like you could divide the room in half, and if this is clean and organized, then it's fine. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was definitely. Um, I mean, cleanliness in like terms of like uh, the bathroom and stuff is different. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's. I think there's a lot of. There's a lot of like. There's a lot of lessons to be learned just by experiencing living with other people. Yeah. And being able to accommodate things as well like maybe this isn't my how I would do it exactly but like we can come to some sort of middle ground here where it works it works fine for both parties or the parties involved and and then you can go on living like that you also know? you might just benefit from it I mean like yeah yeah I uh, I, I always say like I am a clean person I am. Uh, I'm not like the most organized person because I just like don't have the same idea. Of no. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I can admit. But ever since living together, I know that you. I know it bothers you, and you. It bothers you more than. Than, it's like a big deal for me to just like do it. To yeah. just like put like three things together i know it's like three minutes or three seconds for me but it does bother you so i will just do it and it just ended up like um improving my life quality i guess yeah i'm just like more organized because i don't want you to feel uncomfortable yeah and then i just happen to benefit from it as well yeah well i think another thing is like for you like you like or you like um decorating things and like yes. planning things like for me it's nice to see these things on the walls and like <laughs> to have some decor because yeah. for me i probably organize like for me my mind is just 
so organized where it's like, don't put anything up. <laughs> don't don't yeah, do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Even though it's actually nice to have some things to... It doesn't look like you're walking into a cold bedroom, which is like how no, most, of my, most of my rooms have looked. You don't make it look like that, but it also, like, for me, like, one thing is I really appreciate when you put my things away. I really, really do. But sometimes you would put things <laughs> to different spots where I would put them. But you, but the problem, is, the problem is you would have the... losing my computer charger <laughs> for good. <laughs> I didn't, no, I didn't. I know, I'm joking. I wasn't me. I know, I know, I'm joking. But the problem is you leave it on the ground. I know, and, that's and it like, bothers you. I don't and know I really put it, appreciate if it's, if that it's not you, a, you put it away. If it's on the ground, it's spilled all over the floor. I know. Fine, like, I, I have to do something about that. Of course. Also, I'm very grateful when you're like, hey, can you just, like, pick things up? I just like it because... It's much better because I, you know, I would do yeah. it, right? Like, I just like maybe I forgot about it because it doesn't bother me as much. But you can say it, and I try to like do it immediately. And this way, you don't have to like put it away after me, and then like what frustration within yourself. I don't know. Maybe I should just attach it to my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I Darcy really was want resolved it. on holding the mic. In her hand, <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. like all of the. I don't know why she says it looks cool. I don't know. I like it. But and her like hand just falls farther and farther <laughs> away from her face. I'm sorry because it just made the editing process yes a lot more yeah. difficult to you. Next yeah. time I'm gonna attach it to my shirt. Yeah. But for now I'm living my YouTuber dream. Yeah, YouTube. I. It's just like <laughs> with the tiny mic. It's actually a. Yeah. Yes, it is. Fine. For it's attaching. A, it's for attaching things. That's why I've been chilling here. Um, but yeah, I would say definitely, definitely um, lessons to be learned by living with other people. It's great. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's really. I think it's. I think it's. I think I like living with a lot of people too. I like living with, and that's why you and I want to live with more people. Yeah, we are considering like yeah. living with others, which is really cool. Like, I would do it 100%. Yeah, I like living in more... It just brings more of an atmosphere. As, so as long as I think... It, there there needs to be a separation of space, like living space. I feel like it's so important. I don't mind, like, maybe, like, you know, like, God, kitchen or something. But, like, when it's, like, a bedroom or the bathroom... You know what? That's like, what's most important. Yeah, but also what I realized, like growing up kitchen is just such an important spot in terms of hygiene yeah i would say like dining room perfect to share with others living room yeah but you can't but have like five kitchens i know house. but a kitchen is so sensitive because like i've seen other people like <laughs> operating in kitchens yeah. and i'm like i don't want to eat food that's coming from here yeah. but obviously <laughs> usually the concept yeah. is your own bedroom and bathroom. Yeah. Bathroom is also very sensitive. Yeah. And then a kitchen together. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, I yeah. understand. I understand. But it's just like, if people are like hygienic and stuff. Yeah, I think it depends who you and how much, how many people. Like I feel like maybe four people together, five. People, like it. it I mean, like, depends. do you know what would be so perfect? Like you and me and like maybe another couple yeah that would be cool i mean i don't know how good it is to live with 
couples because if there's like some tension between them, it's just poisoning. Well, the it depends whole on thing. everything. Depends. Like if you have a solid other. Yeah, couple, but you know, like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but just um, like if they are not a couple, just like torture people. I would love to live with cool, other. Chill. We just have to be cool Young. and chill, and then we can live together. <laughs> You hear that? What time is it? It's eight. Oh, it's almost 8.30. Um, <gasps> We're supposed to be there. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. It doesn't look like we're that close. We've got to end this here. It is delayed. It, yeah. Um, we're f- we've been filming and doing a podcast in a train. So, Dorsey, this is your second... Appearance? No, this is more than... <laughs> <laughs> Um, on the train from, um... Bodrokerestur. Bodrokerestur. Um, around the city of, um, what was it called? Tokai? Tokai. 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 The famous wine region. The famous wine region of Hungary. We've just acquired a couple bottles, um, from an amazing winery. Shout out to, what was the name? Barapincisat. Oh, wow. If for all the listeners. There you go. For all the listeners. Probably my mom is the only one who's going to be like, cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Wow, I know what they're talking about. <laughs> um, and so, story about that, we're on the train back to Budapest. Before we head out of here. Head out of here. Get some music recommendations, Dorsey. Oh. What? I one song. Gave it all yesterday. One song. This is next. This is a different podcast version. I know. One song. I'm the, diff- I'm the same person though. One, One song. song that you've been most excited about listening okay. to. Okay. Uh, Summer of sixty. <laughs> a king song. No. Okay. Uh. Or s- yeah, no, no, no. Can you? Do you have yours? Because then you can just. No. Say. Let me look. I wanna look too, but I don't have my phone on me. Um. Oh. Okay. I am gonna. Oh, I know. Hmm. Flowers. Flower or flowers? I'm not too flowers? sure. Flowers? I think flowers. By? By Liz Fair. Liz Fair. And I've listened to the Bands Playing episode on Liz Fair, mm. and I added this song to my light songs, and I'll be listening to it. Famously, this song has the line I wanna be your blowjob queen. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like quoted a lot, referred to a lot, but it's a good song. It's not just like obscene lyrics. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Not kids. Dorsey, this, this is a child friendly podcast. They probably don't know what I'm talking about, then that's fine. That's fine. They um, can just listen to good music. I would say mine. So I heard this song in a bar in Budapest. And I remember the the song came on. I was like, "Ah, do I want to know what this song is? And it kept playing, and it kept playing it, and it was bothering me. I was like, "Am I gonna spend the time to like get up and like shazam this song from across the room with the speaker?" And I ended up doing it. The name is "God Moving Over the Face of Water" by Moby. It was like a, um, it's like a older, um, artist. He was more, I guess really popular in like the 80s I believe or like the uh-huh. 90s um, during like that club scene when like okay. more like electronic music was mm-hmm. kind of coming up 
and um, it's a really interesting song. It's more, it's like almost like cinematic and um, like it powerful. It definitely has <laughs> like a yeah. theatrical, Theatri um, yeah, theatrical title. It's really good though. It's um. I haven't listened to it. I haven't listened to it. I mean, God moving over the face of water. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Intense, it suggests the style already. Yeah. So, with that. Thanks for listening to another episode of Existence Pod. With, with the greatest of all guests, Dutsi Kovishan. Let's end this bad boy on the train. We're almost there. We're almost there. Back in Budapest, baby. Back in Bud, baby. Bam. Bam. Cut the black NC, baby. We getting out of here. I think it was good. I'm just so like genuinely surprised like how I'm like, oh, I'm, you're okay, I, I didn't say like anything crazy.